Welcome back to Meet at the Quarterback, the Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. <clears throat> and uh, Hayes and Andrew are sharing the same Zoom screen today. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. Hayes is excited. This was his idea is what I heard. It was. His computer's dead and he can't find his charger. <laughs> oh, that's the issue? offered him my charger considering we have the same computer. He said it wouldn't work. Let's turn off your little ding-dings, okay? Yeah. Who, who even has their sound on? Most people have their ringer on. That's a, that's a thing that most people have. No, definitely I don't not. think I've ever had mine on. I have it on Do Not Disturb, or uh, just I just have it powered down for the entire day, typically. Dude, me too. No, you don't. Yeah, just kidding. All right, enough jib-jab, okay? Let's talk about our five and one. Minnesota Vikings. <clears throat> Hayes, don't worry. We'll we'll give you the floor to speak because I know your pessimistic attitude is just dying to complain about the fact that we are again five and one, the second seed in the NFC as of today. And um, yeah, we're playing the Rams if the season ended today. So finding ways to win. Which I mean, <clears throat> I'm sorry, the Rams don't look particularly good right now. Not at all. And that's 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 the big thing. Nobody really looks fantastic. Everyone looks beatable. Eagles look pretty good. Yeah. Good God, if my season ends again in Philadelphia. It won't though. It won't. Um. Yeah. Like, yeah okay. Whoopie, whoopie so, let's just all have a song and dance and a big parade because the Vikings are five and one. Hayes, let's start with you, and we're we're just gonna listen. And then we'll we'll provide feedback. Why are you so angry? With the, the luck's going to run out at some point. Five and one. The luck is going to run out at some point. Uh, what what was it like? How how many how many penalties did the Miami Dolphins commit offensively yesterday that saved the Vikings uh, numerous amounts of points? They were getting absolutely shredded by rookie seventh round draft pick. Um, the defensive zone is one of the worst I've ever seen in history of the National Football League's 100-year existence, Ed Donatel might be one of the worst defensive coordinators I've ever seen. Uh, he truly can't run a defense at all. Uh, the defense yet again yesterday gave up about 500 total yards of offense, uh, which makes me sick. The offense could barely do anything. Uh, again, not targeting Jefferson as much as they should. Uh, Cook minus – he <clears> – <throat> I'll give Cook credit. He came through when he needed to, but absolutely terrible game for, through the first three and a half quarters um offensive line ed ingram can't block a blind rabbit if he was put in front of him uh it's the luck will run out at some point for this team it will i hope it doesn't but it's looking like it will because they're barely pulling through against practice squad teams right now in the saints and the dolphins and the bear is even healthy they're a practice squad team so what 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 do you hope to see um in order to not see feel that it's luck or a little more consistency exciting hmm? a little more consistency uh we've seen it every single week the offense starts up incredibly slow or they start out really really hot and they finish very very slow uh yesterday it was what zero first downs to the first quarter and a half uh then a lucky harrison smith 
bobbled up in the air interception, got them <clears throat> three points near the end of the half. Uh, Greg Joseph misses another extra point. That's worrisome. Um, it's the consistency. They they show n- no consistency whatsoever on both offense and defense. It's the same thing every year where they, 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 they can't play good both times. They, they just – I saw it. I think they have – I think it's 28 games decided by one score or less in the last three seasons, two and a half seasons. Like, they're just – they're trying to kill all their fans, the last 10 they have that are true. It's, it's pathetic. I would say but, they're consistent on that one thing. I was about to say the same thing, my brother. Winning. They're consistently winning. They're consistently fighting back. They're consistently being – uh resilient um is i i do not disagree in the sense of it'd be nice to see some substantial beatings on teams that will most likely not make the playoffs um these last four games have been a cakewalk schedule all four of these teams are going to miss the playoffs and you beat them by a combined what even is it it's just, it's kind of it's it's pathetic. The Bears are oh the Bears are so bad it makes me sick. You're playing a practice squad Saints team. The Lions coach should be no we we get it you made it you made it clear that that you want to see two three score thumpings on on these uh, below average teams. I get that, um, but in reality nobody's really blowing anyone out of the water right now just uh yesterday all the teams that were predicted to win lost by either uh one or more scores the falcons should not have beaten the 49ers are the 49ers a terrible team the jets should not have beaten green bay in green bay are you really all of a sudden going to rule out green bay completely is green bay a terrible team I think I've been thinking they're a terrible team all year. Um, what was the other? There was another. Um, um, the Giants are the Giants also just a lucky five and one, no, or do they are they maybe just one, doing? But they're also winning close games against better opponents, though. But his, really. they beat the Bears like us. They beat Green Bay like us. Comeback win against Green Bay though on the road. We had a comeback win against Detroit. New York just barely beat a one in five Carolina Panthers. Um, Steelers beat the Bucks. That was another one. Yep. So, so again, Hayes, I understand it'd be nice to kind of put together. I agree. It'd be nice to put together a, a solid offensive and defensive performance we have yet to see that the closest thing we've we, the closest thing was week one against green bay where they where i felt like they played like a, a really good exciting um great team 458 yards given up yesterday by the vikings oh my gosh all right we're gonna move um, on 80 but I would say our defense does give up a lot of yards, but it also doesn't give up a ton of points. Like, we're averaging less than 20 points a game, which is not bad. So, like, even if teams are moving it downfield, it's not like – I mean, yeah, obviously they're scoring, 
Okay, then that's that's fine. I'm just saying we're second in turnover difference in the league. And our situational football is ten times better than it was last year. And this is a first year head coach. Um in a complete new scheme so i we're five and one and we're complaining because we're not destroying teams i'm not i'm definitely not complaining i mean we're plus 33 in the first in the final four minutes of each half or like two minutes two minutes and last year we were minus 72 at the same time and we're a huge improvement yeah and so like that's credit to o'connell like you said yesterday o'connell's done nothing which is just not true I think he shows well, he's a rookie head coach. Good time. A five and one rookie head coach. I, I don't think so. I've he's learning. He's nothing, but... You said that yesterday. You said that yesterday. And I even thought O'Connell's offensive uh, play calling yesterday was 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 poor. Um, again, you you eliminate Cook's fifty plus yard touchdown. He has twenty yards on the ground. That's. That's not a good performance. Cousins threw for under 200 yards. Um, you can, I, I, I think we need to be somewhere in the middle, which I feel, and maybe I'm biased. I feel like that's where Andrew and I are. We're not, we're not yipping and hollering, saying like, oh my gosh, this is the greatest Vikings team I've ever seen. It's not. We are, um, we're, we're winning ugly. That's fine sometimes. We're finding ways it's to win. It's also just so early in the year, too. Hayes, you are making it seem that we are one in five or two and four, and we don't deserve any type of uh, we we nobody should watch this putrid of a football team. You gotta you gotta under you gotta meet you gotta meet us halfway here, just in the sense of like at the end of the day, when the clock hit zero, they found a way to win the game. And that's, yeah, I think that, the is, is, that is the that's the only thing that you need to worry about at the end of the day is if you won that game. When it when it comes down to it, the defense does make plays. They make the big time plays when it when they need to. But it makes me sick to see a defense that gives up five almost five hundred yards. It's it almost seems like every single week. You give up, you give up what was it, three hundred and thirty passing yards? To Teddy Bridgewater and he came in in the second quarter like it's just it, I, yes the defense the defense has made, made plays when they need to and Cousins has made throws when he needs to and Cook has done some runs when he needs to but it's the consistency piece that worries me because they have not had any of it there's just been no consistency at all and at some point you can't count on your defense to make every single stop that you need them to you can't count on Cousins to make every single throw he needs to. You just you just need some consistency where you're scoring consistently throughout the game, and you're not having to – what they put up yesterday in the fourth quarter? 14, was it? I think they scored two touchdowns in the fourth. The Vikings? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, they scored 14 in the fourth. Which I think I is – need some uh... consistency to feel a little bit more comfortable on saying that this team is – in a good spot they're five and one yeah it's good i don't know just need a little need a little bit more consistency they have not had any so will you feel better if 
we lose to the Cardinals, but we play a gosh darn good game. We look good offensively. We look good defensively, but the Cardinals just have a better performance. Will you feel better about this team? No, because it's a loss. Okay, so then that's what I don't get. You keep talking about consistency. Again, not to not to sound uh not not to repeat, but we're consistently winning. We're consistently scoring points in the fourth quarter. We're consistently making that defensive. That's not stop. being consistent. Yes, it is. It is. Consistently scoring just your all your points in the fourth quarter is not being consistently good throughout the game. That, that's you are saying you want to see consistent. I could phrase it in a way where they're consistently bad in the first three quarters of the game. Yeah, but they're not consistently bad in the first three quarters of the game. But then that's why I, that's what I just I just asked you. I said if you if we if you see a consistently good performance against Arizona in two weeks from now, but we lose that game, um, then then I don't understand. You'd still be mad because it's a loss. They're consistently not. You basically good want to see a perfect game, which just doesn't exist this season in the NFL. No one's playing perfect games. You want to see that in order to then feel good why are you bringing up records then the Eagles almost lost to Arizona last week they it really should have been in overtime oh, that's the only team we've lost to a bad team would have lost three of these games so that's why I think we're I love good. Zim but if Zim was coach we'd be two and four three and three mm-hmm. we, yeah okay we gotta move on because Hayes is making yeah. me Jet mad. I don't know <laughs> if you can say that. Um, I think you just have to lower your expectations. But they're five and one. We should have high expectations, shouldn't we? No, we're saying we should be in the middle. Hayes, for the hundredth freaking time, I agree with you. I would like to see a stronger all-around uh game, a, a good performance on both sides of the ball. I would love to see that. Okay. It's showing uh, but I'm not gonna just sit here and ridicule the fact that uh, we're still winning games at the end of it. We still are making the play when it needs to be made, making the stop when it needs to, uh, when we need to make a stop. We are doing those things, even if they're not pretty, even if we had three and a half quarters of terrible football, the team is finding ways to win. And that can't just be completely ignored or chalk it all up to luck. They're finding ways to win, and I agree. There's way more that needs to happen in order to be a legit team that I can trust going into the NFC Championship game or the Super Bowl. I I don't ha- I don't trust this team by any means, but I also would say there's a lot of teams in the NFL in which it could go either way depending on the day. I don't like Ed Donatello's defense. In terms of the zone, which I think we can all agree on. Because it's literally like every single play, someone's going to be open unless there's pressure. It's like sending four guys and then just dropping seven guys in a zone, which doesn't do much. The zone is horrible. It never works. It's terrible. (laughs) Okay. You take it so extreme. All right, let's talk about uh, our predictions, where we landed because this will make me feel good and make Hayes feel sad, which I'm looking forward to, and it just adds to the full theme of the episode. 
Um, Kirk Cousins on the day threw for 175 passing yards and two tutties. Um, I was spot on with touchdowns thrown, so I got two points there. And then all of us were within um, 100 yards. None of us were closer than 50. We were all within um, 100. Uh, Dalvin Cook, 77 rushing yards in a touchdown. Hayes, you were the closest in yards, only 10 off. Hmm. However, I predicted Cook getting in the end zone, whereas you both did not. So I received points in that regard. Justin Jefferson. Um, Hayes, you and I were the closest within... I was within nine yards. Hayes, you were within 15. And Andrew, you were 20-plus off. So Hayes and I got the most points being within 10. Um, and then Hayes lost it all because he thought Adam Thielen was going to get 102 receiving yards and he only got 36. Still way off, my friend. <laughs> um, <clears throat> KJ Osborne, we finally added him to the spreadsheet and he only had 18 receiving yards. None of us – oh, Andrew and I, we got a few points for being within uh, 25 yards. Hayes, you got none because you were over – Hayes, you got a few – you got two points for being within 50 yards. Here you go. We all got points for defense because Jordan Hicks and Kendricks led the team with 11. And we all said either Kendricks or Hicks. No one was accurate with Greg the leg because he is disappointing as of late. So no points on that end. Um, We all did predict the Vikings to win, which they did. Oh, Hayes is predictions. Huh? Oh, just bringing up that Hayes has not predicted a game wrong yet this year. He's 6-0. He'll predict the entire season. So are you lucky then, too? <laughs> I mean, if the Vikings are lucky for being 5-1 and one and you've predicted their entire record. Are you also lucky? No, it's skill. Oh, so you, you guessing if the Vikings are going to win that day or not is skill. And the Vikings playing an entire football game is luck? Correct. All right, good. Glad, glad, glad to hear that. Yards. Thanks, my friend. Thanks, my friend. You're done talking. When the other team is penalized for 100 yards. Um, I predicted the score to be 27-12. So I gave myself two bonus points for being within a field goal uh, and four points. You can tell me if I'm wrong. Andrew, I gave you a bonus point for being within one point of the Dolphins score. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fair. Hayes, you weren't Hayes close with anything. Huh? You're just throwing garbage out there. 
You are just throwing garbage out there to help you to rack up the points. Andrew was one point off in predicting the Dolphins' final score, just that. That's impressive. That's impressive if you ask me. If you ask me, it's... It's what? Oh, okay. Well, good thing I didn't ask you. Oh! He isn't just the ruler. He's not the (laughs) ruler. Like, this doesn't even make sense. Um, Hayes, you got two points for guessing Zedaris Smith right. So, good job. So, I guessed the correct sack leader, right? And got the same amount of points as Andrew being one off and predicted the Dolphins' individual score. Technically, Daniel Hunter should have had two because one of them was a... Um, one of them was an intentional grounding, so right. no, he shouldn't have gotten two. Thanks for dropping my pencil on the ground. I thought that I honestly thought that did count as a, a sack, the intentional grounding. No, it didn't. You're gonna have to crawl on Listen, um, the Vikings need a bye week. Thank goodness it's week seven <laughs> and the Vikings have a bye week. They don't need um, a bye week, dude. They can regroup, they can figure out how to run an offense properly, they can find a new thing to run on third and long that isn't a zone where Eric Hendricks somehow ends up being in coverage with the best wide receiver in the NFL, Tyreek Hill. Uh, <laughs> no, Tyreek Hill's far from Tyreek beats women. Hill is far from the uh, best wide receiver in the NFL. Uh, he should be in prison. Um, but no, it, Arizona is a terrible team. They play in week eight. It should be a, they should absolutely pummel uh Arizona Cardinals. Cod comes out two days beforehand. Um, all around, it should just be a blowout. So that's what I expect. I'm gonna, I, but I don't know if I can say another 20-point win. Apparently, I'm a pessimistic old grouch who listens to Purple Daily. Bro, I just don't even understand, like, where your brain's at. You're predicting us to thump teams, but then you think this team is not legit. Well, I think they're not legit when they come out and, and show me that they're not legit on live TV. I hope that they can be legit because they can, because on paper, this is a very, very good team. But then you look at the stats and you're like, oh, on paper, the Vikings should have lost that game by like 20 points. But they, were... they didn't. Like, They're not performing to what they should be performing. I'm not saying they're, they're a bad five team. And one. I just said they're good. I just said on paper they're a good team. On paper, five and one, written down, they're a good team. When you look at the tape, they're not playing like a good five and one team, not playing like a good team. Can they? Sure. They need consistency, like I said. And they'll show it. We I hate did. consistency. I hate you hate consistency. <laughs> I hate you saying it. They're consistently winning. They're consistently scoring in the fourth quarter. That ain't consistent. That is not consistency throughout the entire game. This season is dead. The Vikings are over. The entire season is over. Dude, we're dropping you. <clears throat> After two losses, he's calling his hockey team season over. Who? Frank the Tank? I don't know who that is. Dude, you're in the perfect position right there. No, I mean, you said who, he answered you. You could have said asked. Everyone would have loved you for it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that mean. Um, Mike Steve got six sacks. 
Harrison Smith, two forced turnovers. Pat P, interceptions. D, three total turnovers. We were, uh, people were, I was close with my gamble. Uh, I said four plus sacks, three plus turnovers, but we did not hold them under 300 total yards. Otherwise, I would have gotten close to hold them under 300. I would have, I would have gotten 50 points right there. That would have been awesome. It would have been. Rager did not get any touchdowns. Uh, Skylar Thompson did not throw a single pick. So, Vikings defense gave up almost 500 yards again. 90 of 80, which on that final drive. Yeah. Prevent defense. Thank you. Exactly. They also, I think, got like, I think they also got forty yards during the whole weird five penalty drive. So they essentially were moving multiple. They're they're moving twice. So, okay, Logan, why don't you take a deep breath? Kirk. No, he hates Kirk. He hates everyone. I do. Uh, I'm impressed that, or I'm I'm happy that like a 107 yard receiving game is a quiet day for Justin Jefferson. Yeah, for real. I think that's that's exciting that we have someone of that type of talent. <clears throat> um, it was a very quiet day. Dalvin Cook did get his the highest. Uh, Dalvin Cook got the longest run. Of the Viking season so far. Um, he's now also had, I think, with the exception of the Eagles, every game this season has rushed for over 70 yards. Ah. He'll be a thousand yard rusher in the 17 game season. I think he'll have one that. He will. He's waiting for a big game. Don't worry. Ed Ingram. Uh, He's on pace for 12.75, Hayes, just so you know. Ed Ingram. What do I have to say about Ed Ingram? To be honest, I don't really care. Do you have any positives? Eckerberg, the Dolphins' right guard, is the worst in the league. It'd be better than Ed Ingram. Ryan Wright, 73-yard punt. Fifth in Vikings franchise history. We saw a couple records, a couple uh, current Vikings moving up the leaderboard. Adam Thielen passed Sammy White in receiving Mm. touchdowns. He's closing in on another guy. Correct, my friend. He's closing in on Tony Carter. Tony. His next one will tie him, and then two more will surpass him. And that will probably be all the the climbing that Thielen will do this season. You never know. Or in his career. Uh, yeah, I mean, probably. He would need another 40. <laughs> For who? Okay, but is that... He'd need another 60. Is that as a Viking or... Yes. Yeah. Chris Carter at 113. Oh, wow. Randy Mouse had 92 with the bikes. Andrew, come in and just. How many years was he with us? I thought he was only here like. 
couple of years. Like ninety eight to probably two thousand and three. Adam Thielen's playing more games than Adrian Peterson. Yeah. That is true. Adam Thielen is is he's uh getting closer and closer to a monumental uh receptions. He is seven away from five hundred. Who is this? Thielen. Oh wow. Thielen is seven catches from five hundred. And six from passing Steve Jordan for third all time. Oh man, I love Viking franchise stats. They are the best. I despise them. <laughs> if we could do one from like 2010 till now, I would be interested. No one knows who Steve Jordan or Tony Lar- Carden or whatever his name. You know is. who Anthony Carter is, bro. No one, I never heard of him in my life. Who's this Moss fella? Okay, that's too far. Um. I mean, I want to, I want to keep asking people what they thought of the game, but I really don't want to ask Hayes. Oh yeah, what are we gonna do for bye week? I have a suggestion. Sure. We all do our top ten uh, Vikings through the bye week, like on the season, like who we think has been playing well this season, like our top ten. Yeah, you figure that one out. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know if you meant like all time. No, just like in terms of this year. I don't know if there's ten that have been good. Enough. <sighs> hey, you or we should have a special guest on or something. Yeah, we can bring in Grace Polition or Dad to give their top ten. And hey, you can just you can have a bye week yourself. Yeah, Hayes can take the week off. I'll need a week off of watching this team. Well, you'll get it. So. Congrats. Um, wins and win, baby. We're five and one at the end of the day. And I feel pretty darn good about that. So do I, especially since we'll be playing Arizona and then Taylor Heineke and the Commanders. So we'll be seven and one going into a game against the seven and one Bills, and we'll see who's best in the league. Huh? I said I saw that tweet. Potential Super Bowl preview? Oh, that's interesting. I would puke. I don't want to play the Bills. I want to play a much easier team. Like the Chiefs? No, no, they're hard too. I would want Raven? to play. Yep, I, I play Baltimore. Um, I play the Bengals if they're in the mix. Oh, Bengals would be so easy. I play the Jets. <laughs> Obviously. Except when you look at our schedule after or Bills to gotta win the next two. Bills, Cowboys, Patriots who have been hot, and then Patriots are terrible. Jets who are decent, and then no. Giants. Nope. I mean that Giants game. That Giants game could be a, a real, like a a pretty big deal. That could just uh, determine the two seed. Oh, could be huge. No, it will not determine the two seed. It um, could. They will not win the NFC East. Uh, the Jets, come on. We play the Patriots, the Jets, and the Giants all at home. Uh, Cowboys at home as well. So those are four home games that you guys are all worried about. 
once Dak Prescott comes back, that team's going to be even worse because Cooper Rush should be their starting quarterback for the rest of the season. But You're the most arrogant, angry Viking fan I've ever met. Because you think we're going to win all these tough games, but then you're just so mad all the time. You got did your, did, you did your stomach hurt all the time? I would. My stomach would just hurt all the time if I was always this angry. I just have a constant appendicitis. Mm, makes sense. All right, let's close this out. I need to take some Advil after listening to Hayes this past episode. I have a headache. You're used to it. It's fair. This is Meet at the Quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. Great. And Skull, baby, Skull.